1: Welcome to Pit Pass Moto, the show that keeps you up to speed on the latest in motorcycling and brings the biggest names in motorcycle racing right to you. I'm PJ Doran.
0: And I'm Dave Silecki. And this week on Pit Pass, we'll be talking to Stony Landers, father of racer Rocco Landers. Pit Pass Moto is brought to you by Moto America. Moto America, the home of AMA Superbike Championship featuring 190 mile per hour superbikes and is the official sponsor of Pit Pass Moto.
1: And did you know there are going to be nine rounds of the best racing on two wheels featuring 190 mile an hour Ono Superbikes. All 20 Ono Superbike races are going to air live on Fox Sports. And we're also going to have three rounds of the King of the Baggers that we're all looking forward to. It was such a huge success last year and the excitement is running high on that. We've also got Liquamolly Junior Cup and Moto America Rewind and Inside Moto America airing on Fox Sports with SuperSport races airing live on MAV TV as well. Don't miss a minute of the action. You can check it all out on Moto America Live Plus streaming. That's where I go for race day action, and it's been incredible. You won't miss a minute. We're looking forward to the start of 2021
0: and the end of what was 2020. Follow Moto America on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And here's the latest in racing. This past weekend, we had Orlando 2, our round 8 of AMA FIM Supercross, Another great race this last weekend, PJ, and it was the opening round of the 250 West Series. We'll cover that first real quick. We've got Justin Cooper brings home the win. He just, he just whole shot and check out, but it wasn't without drama because they had a red flag restart in the first start in the 250 class. And uh, the big bad news was the brothers, Alex Martin and Jeremy Martin, both went down on the red flag and are injured and did not compete in the final round. So... Both those guys are out. I think the news is still coming. We'll have to see how that shapes up. But uh, Justin Cooper takes it home, a whole shot and win on that star racing Yamaha, followed by Cameron McAdoo, the uh, pro circuit rider in second, followed by Garrett Marchbanks, which was really a, a, a neat thing to see. He's, uh, he's an up-and-comer for sure. So that's your actual point standing so far in 250 West being the first round. Then in the 450 class, we had another great race with uh, Cooper Webb bringing it home. He had to work for it. He passed uh, Adam Ciancerillo late in the race, but uh, he definitely, uh, I've said it before, you really got to look out for this guy because he's sneaky and he's fast. Followed by another KTM rider, Marvin Muskin, on his KTM, followed by Justin Barsha, who actually hole shot the 450 main event, but ended up third. He faded back. But uh, really out of action in this round again. Struggled with starts, just trying to come through the pack. The defending champ, Eli Tomac, comes home sixth for the night. So your point standings as of this round, Ken Roxon continues to lead with 180 points, followed by Cooper Webb, who is six points back with 174, and third sits Eli Tomac with 149. It was a great weekend of racing. It was real unfortunate for those
1: Martin brothers. Webb, though, you're correct. He is slowly bringing the heat to Roxon, and Roxon knows it. It's gonna be an incredible second half of the season in the future dave we've got the daytona 200 in the offing it's still scheduled for march 12 through 14 we'll talk more about that in the coming weeks as the date gets closer there are a lot of guys registered for that re- event and we look forward to having some road racing action happening on track
0: This week's Pit Pass trivia question is what chassis technology did Honda introduce to the motocross mass market in 1997 and is still in use today? More about that later on in the show.
1: Well, welcome to Pit Pass, Stoney. It's pretty informal. We're going to talk about what you're up to, what you got cooking for the coming season, your obvious successes from previous seasons, and uh, we'll let you take it from there. Give us a little bit of uh, info about you.
0: All right. Well, thanks for having me. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so, you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger,
2: for the ones who get it done. No, and I appreciate it. Basically, we are, uh, I got Rocco, my son. You know, he did what he did in 2019 and 20, winning those three championships, 38 wins, I think 45 podiums it's time for him to move up to a new class. So the 600 class is the perfect opportunity for him to, you know, jump on a bike. That's even more of a race bike and, uh, have a whole different lineup of competition, you know, for him to go against. So, or go up against. So, you know, it's a big, big jump, you know, from 2019 to 20, wasn't that big of a jump just because we, he added the twins cup class and then he defended the junior cup class. But, you know, this will be a whole different level for him to jump up to.
1: His racing chops go without compare currently, quite honestly. Stoney, you've done an amazing job grooming him as a rider. Clearly, he brings a lot of raw talent to the table. You've been very involved in his racing career to this point. Are you still going to be as directly involved at the every race weekend uh, level, or are you stepping back a little bit?
2: Absolutely. I'll be there for sure. This will still be uh, a team run by Landers Racing, which has been, you know, for his Junior Cup effort, it's the same situation. So I'm the the crew chief and I'll have, you know, once I get that sorted out, we'll get another guy that'll kind of help co-crew chief to a degree so that I can step back a little bit. And sometimes just having an exterior view of things and not necessarily being involved hands on all the time can help you work problems out and come up with better decisions. So yeah, I'm still hundred percent there every weekend, you know, we're going to do lots of testing before the races start and, uh, also club races. So I'm knee deep in all of it still for sure.
0: So Stoney, I'm curious, you're making the the leap from the junior cup, the small twin to the, you know, in the big twin up to the inline four and talk us through kind of what that's like prepping for basically a whole new bike layout, a whole nother level from where you guys were and what's that like to prepare for, for the new season?
2: Tom Halverson with Yamaha has been working with me and, uh, they gave us a, you know, gave us a deal on bikes. And so we ended up going with the Yamahas. Rocco was able to race Josh Hayes and Melissa Paris's Yamaha out at Chuck Walla one weekend. I mean, ideally we were going to have him ride the main three manufacturers, Suzuki, Yamaha, Kawasaki, and it just never really worked out to do the Suzuki or the Kawasaki. So once he got on that Yamaha, he really liked it and he knows right away what he likes and i you know i could tell right away he was happy and no major complaints of course Josh Hayes knows how to set up a motorcycle him and Melissa so that was a big help so now where we're at is we have uh three bikes from that come in crates so they get you know completely uh stripped down pull the engines got to get the engines built per the rules for Moto America and build the chassis accordingly so it's it's uh, from head to toe. We're starting all over basically with, with the bikes.
1: So you're throwing around some very big industry player names, uh, Stoney, Melissa, Josh Hayes, Halverson. And what we know is brilliant riders attract People of that of that nature, right? I mean, they want to be around a guy like Rocco Landers who's setting the world on fire. It's invigorating for everyone. Does he get a sense that he's really uh living a bit in rarefied air? Because he certainly has earned it. There's no doubt about it. His talents speak for themselves, but does he have a sense that he's really getting to play with the big boys now?
2: Yeah. I mean you'd have to ask him directly. So I I mean I can attempt to speak for him, but he he knows what challenges is ahead of him. And but there's not he doesn't have a lot of uncertainty in regards to his riding, so he i can tell that he he knows that he needs to get on the bike he knows he needs to get laps in he knows that it's going to be a much bigger challenge than the previous years he knows he's the chances of him running away with win after win is going to be much more difficult but he also believes in himself and he uh he believes in his riding ability and, and in our relationship on getting the bike set up correctly for him so He's excited for sure, but he's also, you know, he respects what's getting ready to go down.
0: You've also got the opportunity to bring another rider into the fold, I hear, and uh, for the new season. What's that What's that going to be like working with uh, Ben Gotti this uh, next season?
2: I'm super excited about that. We've mainly focused on giving Rocco in the Junior Cup class just, you know, the most utmost attention, you know, the most detailed attention. We don't go to bed at night until we are confident that we have a setup that is going to you know, help him go better the next day. And almost all the time, we were able to find a setup that worked for him. So I'm excited to work with a different writer and see if that kind of high level attention works the same way to a degree. You know, Rocco and Ben are different writers and they've got different mentalities and they're different personalities for sure. But the time that I have spent with Ben, I really like the kid. You know, he's pretty serious about it. You can tell he's got a serious demeanor. He's, very focused and motivated, and uh, you know they approached me to see if I was interested in working with him, and I was like, yeah, let's let's do it, let's make it happen." So, But I was also interested in working with other kids as well, just because we love racing and I, I love the process of being a crew chief and helping the rider work through situations. I used to race myself, so I'm trying to give them what I never had <laughs> to a degree. So I'm very motivated myself just to help him out.
0: And in your past, you've done some some training with uh, up and coming riders. And uh, I, th- what I what I read about you that I thought was most interesting was you preached the fundamentals. You'd rather teach those rather than just give kids horsepower to where they really wouldn't understand why it's there. Talk about some of that that you've done in the past. And the main question I have, is it easier to uh, speed a guy up or slow him down?
2: To answer the first part of the question, just with The students. I used to be a coach at the California Superbike School for many years, and the second school I ever took was the California Superbike School. And Keith Code, I mean, he helped me immensely right away. I think the first school that I did, which was at Atlanta, it was almost too much. Like I had too many fundamentals to try to learn and remember. So it took me a long time. For those to soak in, so to speak, and then once I started to coach other writers, it came faster, much faster, actually. You know, when you're helping someone else to do something and you're teaching them the basics and the techniques of what to do, you tend to learn it even better yourself because you're looking at it from different, you're looking at it from a different viewpoint. You're not just getting someone's coaching. So if you're coaching, you're actually able to uh, reverse the role and help them see what they need to do to get better. And in turn, it also, in a roundabout strange way, it helps you as well. When Rocco showed interest in racing, you know, I didn't push him to race at all. He just naturally had an interest in two wheels from super young. When he first started racing, I kept the coaching very light. I just basically went over you know, very, very small basics that he could hone in on, focus on for a while and get that mastered before I gave him another piece of information. As time went on, a lot of people would think, oh, as a coach at the school for 10 some odd years, I would be coaching him constantly. And I really didn't. I also wanted him to figure things out because you can get told something or you can get uh, coached on a particular particular aspect of writing. But sometimes experiencing it yourself and figuring things out is also you know, a very valuable way to understand it. He and then the other writers that I've worked with, I try hard not to overcoach them and let them also have a good look at their writing as well.
0: Obviously with Rocco, it's it's a proven formula.
2: And I can see that. Like, you know, in the beginning, you know, he seems like he'd forget something or he would let something go. But then over time, from constant little reminders and constant working with him, it just started to sink in. And then all of a sudden, he's analyzing a corner trajectory by himself. And he's able to watch other writers and go, hey, that guy's line is a little goofy. And that's why I was able to get underneath him or get around him you know at the exit of the corner and all of a sudden before I knew it he was making his own decisions on that kind of stuff and it was you know way better than what I did when I first started racing
1: so Stoney how have you found throughout the last year all the success that Rocco and your team have had it was still a very challenging season from top to bottom from racetrack facilities to teams I can only imagine the challenges you faced Are you satisfied with how last year played out as far as the, you know, it it seemed like Moto America did their part in spades. They really gave everyone who wanted a place to race the safe as possible. And it looks like they're trying to do more of the same. Are you getting that same sense for this coming season?
2: Yeah, they've done a great job from all the people that I interact with at Moto America. I've just not had any issues. I haven't had any problems. It's actually been a really good experience. Every person has been someone that seemed like they're fair and they want things to go well and the races are organized well. And I used to run a small mini racing series myself. So just having done that, being able to observe how Moto America has ran, I've been super happy with how it's gone. You know, we didn't even plan on doing the entire season in 2020 this last year because we were supposed to do more of the Red Bull Rookies Cup and Moto America was just going to be You know, a situation where we raced when we could race. But with COVID and all the travel restrictions and challenges, we ended up doing all of Moto America and only a a couple of the Red Bull races. So I'm super happy with how it turned out. It was kind of crazy because we had to make some super last second decisions on what to do, where we're going to go. But in the end, it seems like it was three, four years packed into one. But it was, I'm super satisfied with how it went.
1: Are you guys having any involvement? I I suspect the answer is no, but uh, it's worth asking in the Daytona 200, the first uh, opportunity to go competitive racing, road racing this year.
2: Rocco really wants to do it. He wants to go be a young rider in that race. We do have our bikes now, uh, but literally within two weeks, technically we'd have to drive to Daytona. And that was a big goal was to try to get bikes done and ready in time. But I literally, I don't think we're going to have the time to get the engines built, to get everything set up. You know, we just got the bikes about a week or two later than ideally I would have got them. I don't think we're going to make it. I would love to, but I'm not sure that we're going to. If there's a team out there that wants Rocco Lander's on the bike, then they can reach out to us for sure.
1: Well, that would be exciting. And maybe it'll be uh, next year's race as a celebration yeah. of a of a solid <laughs> 21 season.
2: Yeah, no, that'd be great. I For sure next year we'll do it. It's just this year was... Funding has been a bit of an issue, just getting funding to go racing and it's been a you know a lot of last second stuff. So we're we're just kind of scrambling right now just to be ready for the Moto America season. So Daytona doesn't look like it's going to happen at least.
1: Well, kudos to you, your race team, your number one racer, your up and coming racer. Stoney, before we wrap up, we want to give you a chance to thank anybody you might like to thank uh, that's uh, helping you along the way this coming season.
2: Yeah, for sure. I'd like to thank Tom Halverson with Yamaha. I'd like to thank Thomas with Tyrant Designs, Uh, Keith and Dylan Code with the California Superwhite School, all the good people over at uh, Barnett Clutches and Cables. Those are the main individuals that we have uh, lined up as sponsors so far. We're working on others for sure, and we'll be getting those wrapped up pretty soon. And then we've also got one guy, kind of an anonymous donor, that helped us out a little bit. So I'd like to thank him. He knows who he is. And Wayne and Chuck with Moto America for uh, putting on a great series. We look forward to racing with them. And also people from this past year, M4, Chris and John Elridge for giving Rocco the opportunity to ride that Twins Cup bike. And like I said, Josh and Melissa, Josh Hayes Melissa Paris for letting us ride their bike, see what it was like.
1: I think that's about it. Well, thank you again for joining us today, Stony. It's been a pleasure talking to you, and we wish you all the best luck this coming season. We know Rocco's going to have something special for the competition.
2: I appreciate it. I really do. Thanks for having me on.
1: Thanks to our guest, Stony Landers, for joining us this week. This week's Pit Pass trivia question was What chassis technology did Honda introduce to the motocross mass market in 1997 and is still in use today? The answer, of course, is aluminum material chassis on the 1997 CR250R. It is used mostly today in all Japanese brand motorcycles. There are a few holdouts, but predominantly. Aluminum is the
0: preferred material of uh, frame choice, right, Dave, in the Japanese market? Absolutely. I think once it uh, came into that market, a few there were a few late holdouts like Yamaha, but eventually they all went to that material. And really, the only brands that, uh, that don't use aluminum are the Austrian brands, really. And some of the European boutique brands are still using chromoly steel. Upcoming racing, we've got AMA-FIM Supercross. Saturday, March 6th, will be the Daytona Supercross. Followed also that same weekend, we've got GNCC Racing going on in Palatka, Florida. The Wild Boar, which will be March 6th and 7th. Then also, Kicker Arena Cross is coming up March 5th and 6th in Amarillo, Texas. Then we've got a kickoff of American Flat Track at the Volusia Half Mile in Barberville, Florida. That'll be March 12th and 13th
1: right in line with that daytona 200 if all those events go to plan dave we are going to have an awesome month of racing in march thank you again to stony laners for joining us today and thank you for tuning in If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app so you never miss an episode. If you have a moment, please rate and review us as well. We really appreciate it. Make sure you're also following us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and visit pitpassmoto.com where you can check out our blog.
0: This has been a production of Evergreen Podcasts. A special thank you to Tommy Boy Halverson, Chris Bishop, producer Leah Longbreak, and audio engineer Eric Coltnow. I'm Dave. And I'm PJ.
1: We'll see you next week. Stay safe out there.
0: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus,